Hello. What the hell's going on? Hey, everybody. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> it's the Herald of Modcast. I'm naked. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You told me to get naked. <laughs> you said I couldn't do the show unless I was nude and on chat roulette. That's what you said. You said I won't get paid this week. Well, you know our, me. Our powerful sponsors at Fleshlight. I'm, uh, I'm a powerful person who likes to ex- exploit. That's true. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna <laughs> me to you. I'm gonna say hashtag me too. Hey, don't be hating on me too. Okay? I'm not hating on it. Because uh, no, no, so you just took all the fun out of it. <laughs> I was having like a fun time here. I was gonna me too you. Put a picture on Twitter of you. Like, do you know this woman? No. She's my smelly podcast partner. No, I'm not smelly. And she makes me not bathe. Hey, can I have a sip of that? No, please. It's my whiskey. Damn it! You don't get whiskey. It's not whiskey. A whiskey in the morning is nice. You can have a sip of my whiskey. Thanks. Num 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 num. Uh, so this is We Talk Dead, but We Talk Dead has become We Talk Whatever the Fuck We Want it's because like we Slog Dead. This is The Walking Dead is so uninteresting now. Uh, it uh, Sunday night aired episode eight eleven. Dead or alive or or who cares? The- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or not? Or half alive? Or in the bag? Or beating a dead zombie? And uh, Daryl, we find Daryl on the road to the hilltop with the gang. He's doing the stuff. leftovers from Al- Alexandria. Yep, they're making their little pilgrimage to the hilltop. And excuse Dwight, you, excuse me. And Tara and Dwight are having problems. Yeah, oh, wow. watch they're not out. getting along. Yeah, watch out for that Tara. She's she's a means business. That one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she wants to kill him outright, and it's funny because she gives a speech where she's like, "To Dwight, you don't get to switch sides and then act like nothing's happened." Oh, really, Tara? Remember yeah, I forgot that about that. That you were outside the prison gate with the governor and watched him chop Herschel's head off. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I I totally spaced on that until you brought it. Up. I'm like, oh yeah, you, she did exactly that. She did. I mean, she. I I posted this thing about it and everybody jumped on it but then there were a couple people one guy who argued and who said yes but that was different she felt guilt and she refused to kill it's like okay but she's still like she was on the governor's side when he was about to attack he needed an army yeah and they, like she, she knew that they were Going, I mean, come on, she's not that innocent. And and then Glenn found her being like, oh, guilty Tara. Yeah, I know. And he saved her, and she confessed, I did bad things. And she like she did. She was on the wrong side of history there. And okay, she's still on the show, which is a yeah, you hate her travesty. Just looking at her, get out of here. But so she's wants to. Of course, she wants to kill Dwight because he shot. Denise arrow through the eye, which was the one that Abraham was supposed the to get. The arrow that Abraham should have got. Yeah. And uh, so there's this sort of thing back and forth. Like she she kind of throws Keeps, a walker at him. Yeah. And he gets out of it. And then she literally tries to kill him. And he ends up with his savior buddies. And they think, so now he's back with the saviors. But he's well, still. Well, because they have to go through this swamp. 
but the saviors weren't going to go that way because it's dangerous. Yeah. And so they're trudging through mud and killing swamp walkers. The swamp walkers are kind of cool. They were cool. They're oh, all that's decomposed. The still cool stuff yeah, in the show. Yeah, that's cool, man. I, I still, they do do that, right? That's They always did that, right? You yep. know, They always had innovative ways of showing different stages of decomposition from the elements, you know, those like clay walkers those white ones and like the toxic walkers now these swamp walkers and remember those like melted asphalt walkers yes. like they got a lot of they got some cool very, shit man greg nicotero the, yeah. very clever the and creative napalm walkers and stuff oh, yeah yeah <laughs> man there's it goes you know that stuff's so super cool yes um but yeah so they go through the swamp way because thanks to dwight because he's he helping them, them and yeah. that's why um daryl and rosita don't want to kill him mm-hmm. because and and he gives this speech i mean like here's the other thing to remember dwight was basically a captive prisoner of the saviors that's His what yeah wife was stolen from him and became one of uh Negan's Negan's brides concubines yeah exactly and then he had his face burnt Burnt. like he's not yeah exactly he it's not like he's like rah rah saviors he he did what he had to do to survive survive. in the apocalypse yeah exactly so to be so self-righteous about him it's yeah. kind of funny. I mean, yeah, he killed Denise, and that sucks. And yeah. he fucked with Daryl a lot, too. Well, and he said I, that arrow wasn't meant for her. Not that it's any better. He was, he was meant for, for Daryl, yeah. yeah. But uh, either way, you know, Dwight's, you know, trying to make amends, and Tara's not hearing it, and everyone else is, you know. She's been an idiot, which yeah. she's done many times. She's been an idiot many times. Yeah, and so, uh, of course, then all of a sudden, Tara and Dwight are... Up by themselves and, and she's gonna she, kill she's him gonna kill him then he like r- outruns her easily which is kind of funny they have like a foot race and it's like come on come on come on you're gonna like keep up with him yeah okay and so then then the saviors there's like saviors going through that forest and he's still saving her because he says be quiet or he could have like and said like, hey guys her, i her. got one of them but yeah, he and, doesn't and do so that he goes out and they're like oh dwight we thought you were dead or something yeah. like that. And he's like, no, I'm pretty okay, I guess. <laughs> and, then, like, and so I can't remember what happens after that. He goes with them. He goes with them. But Tara just hides, continues to hide in the bushes. Yeah, where is she, what's she doing I think now? she's still in the bushes uh-huh. hiding or something. We're losing interest. And then, uh, so while all this is happening, we cut back to Gabriel and the doctor. Who had somehow escaped. Escaped uh, the savior Don't compound. know how. And they're driving. Their car breaks down. They're trying to get to... The hilltop, right? Yes. And yes. Gabriel's health is waning. Gabriel wants the doctor at the hilltop to help Maggie. But right. he has an infection and he hasn't gotten his antibiotics, so he's starting to go blind. Yeah, he's losing his eyesight from yeah. this infection. And uh, it's causing you know them to slow down their uh, journey. Yep. He doesn't know where they're going. They don't know. Well, you know, he's going off of his... his Hearing is, you know, he's right, like, can't see. which is a suddenly, yeah, like acute. freaking daredevil. You got <laughs> yeah, like Matt Murdock over here. <laughs> there is like a daredevil devil moment when he shoots. There is kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's almost, but he's now it's it's not even like superpowers, it's like uh, godly powers. Well, because he talks about God and like the just path, following in his path, yeah, and the doctor's like, no. No, I'm a doctor. I don't believe in God. I only believe in science. I only believe in good science, not funny doctors. (laughs) I mean, God doctors. And but then, but they sort of Gabriel leads them on this spiritual journey thing, and they keep coming up gold. Yeah, where they find they go, they find a shack, 
And then they're like, oh, this is, there's a dead guy in here. But, right. oh, the dead guy has antibiotics. But, oh, the antibiotics are no good. But, oh, wait, they are still good because God said so. Right. It's like, oh, then there's a piggy bank. But, it, oh, we cracked open the <laughs> piggy bank. And there's, like, car keys and, like, a, a new house and a yeah. boat. <laughs> and a Nintendo 64 is in there. <laughs> and a map to special treasure. And, like, a bunch of hot girls are there with beer. And, like, Spuds McKenzie's there <laughs> from the secret treasure map that said for God. <laughs> and so they got this little journey thing going. And as they're going to get to the car, the same is it the same saviors that found Dwight found them? Well, before that, though, the doctor steps in a bear, a bear trap, trap. Because, and then, and Gabriel's can't barely see, but he's trying to make out this sign that's spinning, which is what he heard to get them to this cabin. Yeah, it was like banging. a ting, he thought it yeah. was a bell. And he sees it, and he finally, it says something like traps everywhere. Yeah, watch out for traps, uh, Gabriel. And suddenly the doctor hits one of the traps, and he's about to be attacked, eaten by the walkers. And Gabriel gets off this master, like, sniper shot. Yeah, freaking, yeah, it's a Bruder film shot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it does look like He's like, has this tunnel vision. He just sort of closes his eyes and pulls the trigger. Right. Because the zombie's right on top of the doctor. Right. So it's, you know. Very likely. That was the daredevil moment. Yeah, and so he kills the walker, and then, you know, they get out of the trap, and they're making their way towards the car, and then that's when the the walkers, or the saviors, find them. They put them in the truck, but then they throw the doctor out of the truck. Well, no, the doctor kills himself or something, or they kill the doctor. Well, but the doctor goes for the guy's gun. Yeah. Because Avery's like, this is still our path. Like, just because we've been captured, like, this is still the path. And then the doctor's like, I know a new path. And then he just grabs for the guy's gun and gets killed. And they're like, why would you kill the doctor, you dang turkey? Yeah. Like, I don't really, you know, I guess the doctor just thought he had done it as much uh, as he Doctors can. don't do too well in the apocalypse. No, not on this show. So Gabriel's still alive, but now he's tr- recaptured by the saviors. But he's given to Eugene. By Negan. By Negan sets Eugene up at that machine shop that he found right. that they yeah, showed to Abraham. Make the, uh, bullets. And it's funny because this girl is set up with a girl, like a concubine, that red hair, who literally looks like she is like walking the red carpet. I know, Vanity Fair. She's got Fair like party. this beautiful, like, hair, styled, hair, and, mar- and, hair yeah. makeup, a gown, and there she is in the apocalypse. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It I is ridiculous. Sort of how or Negan likes to keep his bride. But, but it's still kind even, of funny. It's even ridiculous. That, yeah, it's like literally that. like what have you got are you guys doing? Come on. Funny, yeah. And so he's there, Gabriel's there with Eugene because he can use his hands still. He can still use his hands. I don't know why Negan just decides to save him. Oh, because he gave him his confession and he still feels weird about killing a priest, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. But at the end of the day, if Gabriel doesn't continue to get the antibiotics, won't he just die? I mean, he's not blind because he, you know... Well, he, he took them, so maybe he's taking them because he pocketed those antibiotics. Because, I mean, he won't be blind for long either. Unless, if, once he cures the yeah, infection, he's treated, right? he'll be okay, but who knows? We think, unless the blindness is permanent and, you know, he cures the infection, yeah. but, you know, doesn't regain his eyesight. Right. Who knows? But, uh, you know, that said, there's still an opportunity that he will regain full sight, you know. I saw a bunch of tweets, people saying karma took a lot of long time with this one for Gabriel, because remember, yeah, he, he, let bad guy. His, he let all his parishioners die. Yeah, but, he, a couple times he tried to turn on the gang. That's right. 
And then he redeemed himself. But we were talking about this because it looked like maybe Gabriel was going to die in this episode. You didn't yeah, know. Yeah, it did. And, and I was saying, well, we've said this before. It's like, I don't fucking care. I wouldn't care that much. About it, anyone anymore. Nah. Like, I don't think there's a person on the show at this point. Like, and that's and you said when I said that, mm. that's sad. That's like some, it's over. It's yeah, that is a major turning point when you realize that if any of these people did die, the the stakes are no longer as high in the threat no. level. It used to be such a like who's going to go every right. season and all and up until Glenn unfortunately. And then after that, yeah, you sort of think try to pick someone like yeah, if Michonne died, that would suck cuz she's super cool or or Daryl or Rick. But we're going to see her in the movies, so who cares? Like, yeah, and I she's mean, doing great. And she's do- like now you just sort of like to be honest, now I just feel like the actors are they should get out so that they can go have careers. Well, yeah, especially people like, you know, Rick and Carol and you know denies killing it like yeah, she's not denies she's all doing, set oh she's all set or and maggie no, who still doesn't have a contract for season nine which is weird too yeah and there's some dissent in the ranks there man they That's won't a bad pay sign. her what she wants but frankly like is and she, so she's holding out so she, good for her they might write her off in the sort of like it's remember how maggie died off screen you know last year they wouldn't do that well they, 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 have might. To they would have to do if that she was if she doesn't have a contract i think so right how does that work if she just doesn't sign and they don't they choose not to pay her and then they continue the show they might be like yeah poor maggie sacrificed herself for all of us and is that like what a, they did with heath because remember picture. we never find out what happens to heath he never comes back. He never comes back because uh, he started making, uh, you know, all the Dr. Dre movies. Yeah. He's like in Dr. Dre number five. One, number one, only one no, Dr. Dre like movie. Five of them. <laughs> <laughs> there's like five Dr. Dre movies. He's in something else, Dr. too. Dr. Dre, too. He's in some stuff. Oh, he was of on the that physician. show, the 24 reboot that was on for a second. Yeah, that didn't last. Yeah, and I don't know what else he's the doing. The King Kong movie, which oh, wasn't right. that great. It sucked. It was kind of a stinker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they never explain it. They're not like, oh, poor Heath got blown right. up by, a, you know, Walker stuff with dynamite. But yeah, I mean, I can honestly say I don't even care. Like, what? Because Carl, okay, Carl died. Like, it wasn't like, that none of a crusher. Them, I, I mean, now even if the ones that I care, I mean, let's let's honestly, who do we care about? Daryl, Rick, Carol, Michonne, Morgan, and Morgan. Yeah. Those are the ones, and we could say Maggie. I guess. Um, I don't really care about Maggie. Yeah, but. Even if any of them died, I, I just don't give a fuck about the show anymore. The show, it, yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's like it's, it's not forever. the same, and and so I feel like, and again, we've said this so many times. It's just when they killed Glenn, when they made that decision, even and though, Abraham and Abraham, they could have just killed Abraham and left Glenn alive. I know that they killed Glenn in the comics, but TV's different. It's or then different. keep Abraham alive, or do I don't know. Yeah, yeah, keep one. Well, I don't think that. No, I think killing Glenn was monumentally bad and was the show killer. I think that was the the end for a lot of people. Yeah, they never saw that coming. They really thought they were going to give us this business and yeah. the audience was going to be all in and they were going to It was super know, gain selfish. traction for another it, 10 seasons or who knows what they thought. They really thought that they had that one in the bag and yeah. totally came around and bit them in the ass. You know, I've had this argument with ass. people about but wait a minute. What about the Red Wedding? And then people went on to love Thrones. Still, you, that is not comparable. Because first of all, Rob Stark was not. I mean, I'll give you 
Lady Stark, that sucked. But she comes back in the books as a different character. Yeah, it should have and been she, that hasn't happened in yeah, Thrones it yet. But I, it, nah, rumor is that it might. But oh, Lady Stoneheart, but it, it, I, you can't really compare this nah. because there's so. I don't think Rob Stark was the character. I mean, first of all, Jon Snow emerged as the character. Daenerys, you know, like it's it's not comparable. Like Glenn was the heart and soul. He was the only one who hadn't killed people, and then they had him do that. It was sort of. Uh, I don't. I don't think they really did the research on how important Glenn was to the show. I don't know no, if a lot of people even realized how yeah. important Glenn was to the show, like fans yeah. and you know people working on the show until it actually he actually went away and they saw a dramatic drop in the ratings. Right. Like go figure. You, you know, it's just I think a lot of people are like, "Well, where do we go from here?" you know? Yeah. And do I even care? And I think a lot of people were just said, "No, I don't really care at all." You know. Yeah. So it is different than the Red Wedding and we you know, I mean Thrones has set a precedence, and it's, it's there's so many different houses and different storylines right. and different yeah. characters that they're way more interesting. Way more interesting, and I don't know. I, I just think it's a bigger universe than it The is. Walking Dead. That, it's well, that's another thing. The universe is so small, yet there's so many numbers of saviors, and yeah. you know, and I've never been able to to get over that, like how well, there's it, endless numbers of saviors. They always have gas in their cars. And they've been like in the same basic area for nine years or eight well, now they're. I think or... they when they they came to Virginia, they're right. not in Georgia anymore on yeah. the show. Even they filmed there. Like, I wish they would do more traveling. Like go, yes. Montana. Like cross like, the why America. Why aren't they doing like, more cross, traveling? Cross the states. Go through different states. They have gas. And like <laughs> I, I love people that are trying to find some sort of cure or. Uh, ep- you know, impetus to what started the whole thing. Again. Yeah, they don't care about that. No, nah, that hasn't been discussed in seasons of like well, what's doing it or how do we stop it. That's and, a good point. You know that that's that stopped with the whole Abraham storyline. Like you know that I feel like gives right. the viewers a little bit of hope. But this whole sort of Rick meets a new group. Group is bad. Kill that group. Find new group. But that's the comic book model as opposed to a TV model would be to continue to find a cure because it would imply an end to a show. Whereas they've been trying to get around that. They've been trying to like use the comic model of this is just going to go forever. Right. But audiences are clearly saying, no, that's not going to work for us. It just feels like a soap opera. Like, yes, where you just, yeah, it's it goes on for 20 opera. years, but that's, be, you know, that's just, you know, bored people, ladies, whatever, watch it during the day for yeah. 25 years because it just spins and spins and right. spins. Whereas this is, you know, primetime television. Right. And it's, you know, a big fan, you know, Comic Con style show. They got lazy. And, and the they writing. got greedy, I think, too. Yeah, greedy and, la- yeah, greedy for sure. Greedy. Yeah, Super you're greedy. right. It, they got greedy. And they, th- well, like Kirkman said, they were on fucking cloud nine. They were like, well, we could do this forever. We're just, we would be like Star Trek and just make this, this show go indefinitely. Which that Star Trek's so different. They're constantly going to and different universes. They have the universes. giant universe. Yes. They have a whole known <laughs> universe or unknown universe, you know. You can't even compare that. It's so like short-sighted to think that you can keep this group in the same location like Georgia and Virginia yeah and like not have people get bored by it by the no. constant the same old and we haven't same had old. any new people I like, remember those guys that came from Philadelphia and they were like Goombas and they oh, had to yeah. kill them and yeah there hasn't been any it sort of great new episode. right there hasn't been any sort of new blood 
you know, the Jadis thing, it's like the same. It's not new anymore. Like, just give us like a new set of characters. Right. With, with new intentions and uh, different accents or different backgrounds, you know? Yep. Give us a new group altogether and from a different state. Oh, we got to cross state lines because we got a regu- radio signal from some ding dong and scientist you know but it, you know he's 50 miles 150 miles 350 miles away right so we got to get a convoy going and fuck getting get out of here from the stupid saviors and right just you know find a new journey well you know? you, the point you made about they're no longer looking for the cure is so perfect because yes keep, go, why the fuck wouldn't you be doing that why are you no longer interested no one's talking about finding about if other people in the country are alive and like, what they're up to yeah human beings would not be doing this they would be some of them would be wanting to seek out they wouldn't be nestling in okay here we are this is our new life for ourselves you still don't know how this happened or if there's a cure or if well, there's other especially people alive once you lose everything like alexandria has been scorched earth pretty right. much like move on you know Go find something else. Go send a north. team. Yeah, send, yes, a, send team a team north. It's we'll still have ridiculous. the hilltop. You know, yeah, go north. You know, maybe we have a winter setting for a season or something. You know, how do they survive in the winter? Right. Keep, keeping warm, frozen walkers, you know. Well, Give then they can't new... shoot in Georgia I in the know. summer. Part of it's laziness, I'm telling you. They've they got don't this little. Location. They don't. Yeah. They've got their location there. They've got their little family. The Sonoy town. Right. And that's all great, but it, it's they've ruined the integrity of the show. I mean, I've gotten to the point where. I just would like to see fan fiction versions of this now. Or right. I wish to God we could have seen what Frank Darabont wanted to do with it. Well, and then they just showed that promo during the show yesterday where it showed Morgan on Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. So they're trying to expand that universe or tie it together through Morgan somehow. Desperate. And, and it's desperate, but it almost looked like interesting at least where it's like, what now There's what's Morgan up to? Yeah. yeah he's going to have to, is he going to California? How did he right. get to California? Why did he leave this group? What's the time period? Is it after, right after Dwayne died, his son died or, you know, right after he left with Rick right. and then his son died and then he went <laughs> to California, came back, you know, at least like there could be an interesting story there. Right. I, I don't, That's true. I don't watch Fear the Walking Dead after the first season. <laughs> But, but at least that is like something. Something's happening more interesting. Something, yeah, something that's just not Negan and is bad, and he put guts on the bad. That's like the big turn of events in this episode. I know it's like ooh, ooh that was in the comics. Like yeah. who fucking cares about and what like, was in the comics how significant anymore? Could that really be? It's a bad yeah. with bl- gut, guts on it. Like, and he, what are we going to do? Attack the hilltop with bat guts? You know? It's, yeah. Why? How? How is that going to be the big game changer? Right. Of anything like ooh. If he cuts you, you'll just get infected. Yeah. He would just bat with barbed wire. He'll just bash your brains in. Yeah. That's what he does with that thing. What's he going to do? Just give you a little love tap on the cheek? <laughs> now you die. Uh. Like a little touch. <laughs> All I got to do is touch you with this. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> it's stupid. It's so stupid. And then it ends with them getting to the hilltop, Daryl and the gang. And, and they break the sad news that, that Carl's dead. Young Carl is passed. And yeah. Enid is distraught. And. Weenus is destroyed. <laughs> little penis is destroyed. <laughs> and there's that stupid storyline with like Maggie and her captors being like, "We want 
fair treatment, Geneva Convention, Geneva Convention. Oh, God. We want to go walk on with the posies and walk over the daisies. And they're running out of food for we the whole hilltop. We want some more food. Yeah, and they don't have food. And yeah. They want to go for like a little... We want to have like a you know softball game. We want to play softball, captors versus hilltop. Yeah. They're like, okay. <laughs> Love a nice softball game, a kickball game. We want to play dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I find it such. I just find it kind of a chore to watch the show now, to be honest. Because and every time the Negan comes on screen, I just sort of cringe. It's like, oh my god, you yeah. so like not boring and uninteresting. Gonna make a peepee out of my butthole. <laughs> gonna put a peepee in there. I think I got. It. Well, Lucille gets first crack at the blood. Sports. We Rick and his people. It's like, uh, you're, I mean, seriously, you nailed it. This is the problem. They're, they're not thinking in terms of ending the show. And so they're not doing anything more interesting. You know, they're not moving forward. No, they're just milking it. Milking it, milking it. You don't get to milk it on TV. But audiences will say fuck they'll, you they'll to fuck that. Off. Yeah, they'll just with stop all the watching. content that we have to watch. Right. I'm more interested in watching shows that I haven't seen, like Boardwalk Empire, and yeah. finishing all five seasons of that yeah. than I am than watching Walking the new Dead. episode of Walking Dead yeah. that they're not giving us anything new. And he's like you said, there's new shows popping up every goddamn Constantly. week. New documentaries, new you know, new scripted stuff. New, yeah, all everywhere on between Netflix and Amazon. Yeah, and, <sighs> yeah, it's just so boo. So boo. Well, one cool thing I wanted to talk about uh, on this week's episode. This week's episode issue? this issue of Entertainment Weekly. They're doing a whole thing on the Marvel universe, and uh, it's pretty cool what they've done they've mapped out kind of like phases they've shown the blueprint of marvel and phases and they they, have all of the movies listed in in order in order who directed them who's in the cast the story the key moments what was the effect on the universe and kind of how this is moving forward they do this thing where they show which ones are most critically you know the best ones critically received Mm -hmm. so the way this so iron man was the first then the incredible hulk people forget about that but that was in their blueprint but it was also part of the blueprint because at the end what's his name meets with uh nick fury yep and he says we're putting a group together yeah but that was a ed norton hulk instead of mark ruffalo hulk so that's right we don't know why that changed behind the scenes because it didn't do well yeah the movie but i mean it's it still he still could have been the hulk because it was it's the same samuel l jackson nick fury you know true but they know, just he yeah. didn't want probably want to do it. i mean Maybe he's got not. a lot going on but so does mark warfell yeah. um then uh iron man 2 which we hated um thor Thor, then, uh, Thor 1, Thor which one I still was very really cool. like. Yeah. It has a low Metacritic score, which I was shocked by because... A lot of people don't like that movie. I loved it. I really like it. Yeah. It was well-directed, and yeah, I, I would watch that again, even. Then Captain America First Avenger. Which I, I my also favorite liked Camari- Captain, uh, Captain America, America The Avengers, Iron Man 3 sucked. How does that have an A-? minus? 62. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, Thor the Dark World Boo Stinker Captain America the Winter Soldier yeah. Guardians This is my favorite Yep um, Avengers Age of Ultron Which is forgettable 
Ant-Man. Which is okay, yeah. Captain America Civil War. Yeah, it was fine. Doctor Strange. Wanted to like it more than I did. Yep. Guardians of Galaxy Volume 2. Same thing. Boo. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Ugh. Didn't like it at all. Thor Ragnarok. Loved cool. it. Yeah, really yeah, liked yeah, it. I, I really liked I it. I love it, but it's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. Very good. Black Panther. Now, Black Panther is the highest rated of Ever, them of all, all. Yeah. which I don't agree with. Not highest. I feel like Iron Man 1 is still like the best one. I think, um, I think Guardians, Guardians is the best one. Guardians, I feel like I, I enjoyed the most. Yeah. Looking back on it. I feel like Guardians has the highest rewatchability. Yes. Of them all. Like when it comes on TV, I'll sit and watch it. When, when an Avengers movie comes on, I don't even know which one it is. Or I if know. If I care. Kind or, of you know. At least Guardians yeah. had like a different feel, different vibe, different cast. Yeah. When it's just Chris Evans and, and fucking Chris Hemsworth and Downey Jr. over and over and over and over. It's just, I don't really, it sort of loses all meaning. Loses right. Every time they put out one more, the whole thing sort of gets watered down more. You yeah. Know what I mean? So whether it's Civil War or Winter Soldier or Age of Ultron or the first Avengers, it just sort of all feels like the same extended film. Well, because largely it is because as they, I mean, I will say this, I was critical as we are of Marvel because we're DC fans. Yeah. We, um, no, uh, you know, full disclosure there, but they, this is quite genius what they've done in over terms the last of 10 years. Yes, in it's terms of starting crazy with impressive. 2008. It's, I mean, whether you like the movies or not, you know, and whether you think they've sort of, you know come to a end yeah which they, they have you know it's sort of you know, with this uh infinity war infinity war and isn't it just part infinity one Gauntlet, though? yeah because i i mean actually if you read this this article talks about how they could just keep going on and on and on now that they've introduced black panther and well they're making a black panther 2 that's yeah. already been announced so i mean was well, it guardians 3 there's an ant-man 2 there's, well, there's a, ant-man and the wasp yeah. yeah that's coming out this year i think in the summer it's like this ready to come out. I don't see so, yeah, how that's going to tie in. But I don't know. But I'm sure it does because that's the genius of Marvel is that they have this – they started this blueprint and Kevin Feige, you know, yeah, he's Feige their – Feige or, or Feige. He's their guy who who's their expert on the comics God, yeah, and everything and just, produces. And he just had this vision, I'm sure with others too, where – they just okay. This is this, and this is how it all maps together, and this is how it all connects to Infinity War, and it it does it quite geniusly quite compared to something like DC's new relaunch, which is just miss after miss. You know, they should just never have tried to compete because With the they model. they. I mean, I mean, it makes sense because it's a comic universe. You want to tie everything together. Yeah. You want everyone to eventually meet and do an ultimate movie, and but they of course didn't it makes do sense. it the same way. So they kind of well, needed to go the their time. own. Yeah, they didn't have the time. And then they rushed it, and well, because they're making two hundred million dollar movies with this, and right. doing some scripted television show with you know ten million an episode or whatever the fuck budget, you know, right? When, when you're trying to tell long, you know, long form storytelling in two and a half hours with two hundred right. million dollars, it's so high risk. Yep. And you know, if you're not making your returns, and the movie takes two years just to get it out, you know, it's there's a lot of logistics stuff that you can't just hop in and be like, okay, new universe, let's go. No. Well, well which is why, honestly, their TV series do better. Uh, you know, the Flash is done better. Arrow. 
um, Supergirl, like, and now they're yeah. doing uh, Kryptonite. I haven't seen any of that. I always feel like I'm I slumming. Like the, I like the flat. I, yeah, because it's CW shit. It's like but slumming like it's, beef. But it's, be- it's better crafted from the same comparable model. Like, if you're going to look at Extended Marvel, mob- the way, yeah, it's a mm. better, they've been smarter about how they've crafted that universe. Well, and it's because it's scripted episodic, you know, yeah. they can do an extended universe and it not have to, you know, it comes out once a year, it's 12 right. episodes, there's a lot more wiggle room, it's a lower budget, so it's not going to be as right. cool to watch. But the but, way they've tied, like, Arrow into the Flash, like, the way they tie those universes together works better than the film versions do. And yeah. now, that said, like, I've also had arguments with people who say that black Panther. did you just say black panther um it's, surpassed a billion it made a yeah it's a, a billion it's gone a, a grossed a billion it's still number one in its fourth good, week good for it you know what I, was this the other movie that came out that it didn't even wrinkle in time oh yeah wrinkle it in really time underperformed yeah and it yeah it was didn't couldn't take black panther off the top spot yeah and, uh, yeah. I mean, it's good. I, I it's a good movie. It's yeah, a good it's a movie. good Marvel movie. It's still a Marvel movie. It's a good. And Marvel we knew movie. it was going to be. I don't. This whole, you know, I've had these arguments with people who say it's the greatest superhero movie ever made. I could not disagree more. I mean, and you know, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. But I mean, like, who would you? I would first of all, I'd put every one of the Nolan Batman's before before we even got to that first mm-hmm. i'd put the keaton one and two before we got to that those are more entertaining exactly more i don't know more unique more unique storytelling i, I think black panther just suffers a lot from the marvel blueprint of storytelling it does where, you know it's like yeah this is just a marvel movie i mean i'm glad the cultural significance cannot be denied you know it's, it's and it's important as was wonder woman and i think I, I think that it's... It was important. Yeah. It's certainly important. It shows. The, the the dollar signs alone shows how important this was to people. Yeah. You know, you can't just say, no, that's not true. It's it's true by numbers and by, you know, just the press that it's been getting and the reception. You right. can't tell people that it's not significant when the, there's been, you know, a billion that says otherwise. So right. They've, it's been made People are liking it. Yeah, it's entertaining, it, I, which I think is all true. People are standing behind it. And yeah. Like, they're, you know, happy to see this out there representing their group, you know, which is good. Well, I mean, I think it, it it's entertaining not for African-American people, too, though. But I think that, that what it I think what it proves, as did Wonder Woman, is that we need to have, you know, films can be culturally significant and push and, and need to represent everybody, not just, you know, yeah. a certain group. Yeah. And it just show that, uh, they can do that and be successful. Yes. And I think that's the big takeaway is that if, if that was the reason initially was that, Oh no, we, these won't make money. It's like, okay, so now that's, well, off, that's the table. off the table. Yeah. yeah. But Wonder Woman and now black Panther It's like, okay, so that's off the table. Like what, what other, excuses do you have now you, i don't know well and those two films were the most recent critically best critically acclaimed of their own universes yeah i mean wonder woman's probably the tightest dc movie since the nolans yeah you know i would say what else I mean, it, it is it, it is. absolutely yeah, it is. is yeah and uh so that says something too yeah you know and so black man yeah, make black panther too i mean he's in they're all in infinity war yeah, and I, you know, like his sister's in it and denies, denies in it. it. Yeah. And Infinity War, it, I, I, it's 
going to be cool. I mean, that's coming out in April now. Uh, yeah, they pushed it up a whole week, yeah. which is crazy because it always comes out in my birthday week. There's always Aww. my birthday's May 3rd, so that first week in May, pretty much every every year for the last like 6 years there's been a Marvel movie out on my birthday weekend. Aww. Not this year, but they bumped it up cuz I guess the international distribution was April 27th. Okay. And we I guess, you know, America gets it a week later. Why? They want to test it or I don't know. Okay. Fuck if I, I know. thought we always got it first. No, apparently not in this case. Mm. I think in most cases with major releases, I don't know. Yeah, really, usually, maybe just in this case. Yeah. But so th- th- what they did was just decide to release it all at the same time, huh. which I guess makes sense, but it's kind of fun to have. It's kind of a weird weekend May to do four. it. I know, I sort of May, that first week of May launches the whole summer season. I know. So the lot launch that might be a mistake. Their biggest film, Marvel's biggest film of the year or maybe biggest film of the series. Yeah. You know, at the end of April cuz like I said People like to go some go see stuff like that at the beginning of something. Right. The beginning of a month. There's a new month. There's this new movie. But to go see something at the end of a month and have to like schedule it into the, everything you're doing and you got to pay rent on the first. And, yeah, yeah. You know, that Good kind point. of shit. Good point. And uh, yeah, you know, it's still going to make a hundred billion dollars or whatever the fuck. Of course. But it's uh, you know, I feel like. Uh, psychologically, having it come out, it's a in little the beginning odd. of the thing. It's like a you know May showers. It's beginning of spring, that kind of shit. Yeah, middle of spring. I don't know what the fuck's going on. When is I'm just taking a look at what we've got upcoming and uh, Pacific Rim Uprising, which I don't think like anyone's going to go to. Yeah, that looks dumb. Um, the new to the Tomb Ra- Raider reboot. That looks pretty cool. Uh, we will see that. A Wes Anderson's animated. Uh, Isle of uh, Dogs. Stop motion, Isle of Dogs. That might be okay. It might be okay. I like Mr. Fox. That was cool. Yeah, Mr. Fox was cool. cool. Um, uh, what else is coming up? Um, Ready Player One. Yeah, that's right. That's the next sort of big platform. Based on the book. Uh, Steven Spielberg's directing. Yeah, man. And uh, I don't know how well that's going to do. They're predicting that it's, oh, it's going to, I mean, right now the tomato meter has it. At yes. 71%. I don't know why they've already got that. You know, Rotten Tomatoes, fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. Don't on. even pay attention to that. But I got to say, once they started showing more of the Ready Player One, I was sort of like, not, not as, it looks a, a bit yeah. more cartoony. It looks, it looks a little bit, mm. not as sort of much as much like cyberpunk edge. Like they really softened it up the whole thing. It doesn't look that. Well, it's Spielberg. I know. You know, he's not going to do cyberpunk edge. Yeah, I guess not. No. I mean, he made Saving Private Ryan. That's pretty edgy. I mean, it's realistic violence. But, yeah. I mean, they could have just, they could have made it a little more gritty. The way they showed it at Comic-Con, when they show him it in, It looked like, very it looked sort gritty of grittier, cool. Nah, more we'll Blade see. Runner-y. We'll see it. And then they show the Avatar, and he looks like freaking Disney Prince Avatar <laughs> thing. <laughs> he it's does. like, what? Like, that's what you guys, that was the character model? You thought that's cool? Hey, here's one that I want to see, uh, Chappaquiddick, which is based on the, the famous Teddy. incident with Ted Kennedy. Yeah, Ted and, Kennedy. Uh, what's his face? The Australian actor. Jason Clark? Yeah, he's in it. Uh, he plays Ted Kennedy? He plays Ted Kennedy. It looks really good. Well, those Aussie are a gamey bunch, man. I know. They always sort of be in, kind of get into all of our accents and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh the new overboard, which looks really so dumb. Um, like forgettable. Well, it's just sort of like call it anything. That doesn't. That's not overboard. Why would you call it overboard? Yeah. There's one overboard. It's a great cla- little classic sort of film. I grew up on it. I know. You don't need to call it overboard. Call it like the sad woman scams the <laughs> stupid man. Uh, let's see what else is coming out. Rampage. 
derp. The in April twentieth, The Rocks, another rock film that looks like a rock film. I know he has his own like thing now, like Mark Wahlberg does. Yeah, it's <laughs> that the rock, rock film sure looks the like world. a rock film. Disaster style. Yeah, big arms and big guns. Um, uh, Avengers: Infinity War, April twenty seventh. Um, what's RBG? Hmm. Don't wow. know. Really big guns. Really big guns. That's um, what we want. That's what we want. Yeah. Oh, solo. Oceans Eight comes out June eighth. That's the it's Sandra like your Bullock. Movie. Yeah, it's the Sandra Bullock driven female version of Oceans Eleven. Uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is June twenty second. Incredibles two, the long awaited Incredibles two, is June fifteenth. That That'll I'm be interested good. in. Hell yeah. yeah, I'm into that. Uh, and I, th- I mean, when is Aquaman coming out? I think it's September. Is it September? Yeah, or October or something. Okay. That's not Aquaman. Uh, So there's stuff. Oh, December 21st, 2018. That's this year. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's like a Christmas movie. I have to say I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Hell Yeah. yeah. What we saw, the little clip they showed us and... You know that becoming its own underwater universe. I'm excited for yeah, that. Yeah, let's hope it's. Good. I mean, it it's James Wan, who's very he's good. He did The Conjuring, and he, he's done a ton of shit. Yeah. You know, he did that uh, Kevin Bacon movie where Kevin Bacon's the dad and his son gets killed, and it's almost like Mark for Death. Oh, or, I mean, Death Wish. Yeah, it's called fucking. It's like one word. Yeah, it's I forget like the name of it or something. But that's James Wan. Okay, it's so it's like one of my favorite Kevin Bacon movies. It's kind of one of the coolest, like gritty crime like action dramas that sort of went under the radar yeah john goodman's in it and he goes on he basically goes on a vigilante rampage to get the they're like dirty meth bikers and he sort of like slowly turns into one of them like as he's i remember that it's It's good good. yeah it's it's good good. james wan i didn't even realize he's good recently he's good and i hope he does a good job with well i mean i think the the ones that have been successful critically successful have been by these directors that Mm -hmm. are you know james gunn did you know guardians yeah uh, Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman, Ryan Coogler, Black Panther, Kenneth Branagh did the first Thor, you know? Yeah, like, uh, Taika. Taika, of course, Taika. We love Taika. Everyone loves Taika. Everyone's now. on his bandwagon now, but we yeah. loved him first. Yeah, we loved yeah. him a while ago. <laughs> Long time ago. Yeah, do yourselves a favor and go s- and stream The Hunt for the Wilder People, which is, or What We Did in the Shadows, or both. What We, what do, we in do in the, the shadows. shadows. I mean, those two films are hilarious. They're so awesome. Yeah. So, so freaking New Zealand Kiwi. Uh, you know, affect. I know. Everything sort of Love cheeky Taika. and downplayed. It's really funny. Uh, so I think that's it for us on this, for this for episode now. of We Don't Care. We Don't Care. About Walking Dead. Yeah, we still talk about that. But we still talk about it. And <laughs> we come in every week and talk about how much we don't care about it. <laughs> that's what like the freaking commenters would say. You guys don't like it, but you talk about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. That's because our that's network it. has chosen to continue this as programming. Yeah, we have, we have sponsors <laughs> that we have to appeal to. Hey, and we, you know what? Here's why. Because we have been in it since the beginning. Yeah, we're still talking about it. And we're going to still talk about it. Something, it's, just, it's a talk show. What yeah. are we going to do? Just sit here in silence, <laughs> say we don't like it, just not say anything? Nope. No. It's not, not entertaining. Well, we'll be back with a review of the new Tomb Raider reboot starring good old Walt Goggins is the bad guy. Yeah, and that's cool. uh, Alicia Vikander, Michael Fassbender's wife. wife. 
Oscar winner we'll that also she be is. Re- reviewing The Great Wall with Matt Damon. <laughs> no, we won't. That, that highly anticipated <laughs> review. Everyone's been dying hitting our message board. Like, where's The Great Wall? What are you doing about this Great Wall already? One of these days we'll get to Star Wars and we'll put that review out. Then The Great Wall. Yeah. People are dying for we it. We did see it. It's yeah, really bad. Pieces. It's horrible. It's there's it's our review. Par- Boom. It's pretty unwatchable, actually. Stupid. It looks unwatchable, though. It does. Like it's not meant to be watched. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> All right. Thanks, folks. See ya. See ya, jerks. jerks. <laughs>